welcome to On Your Market Set Review for another week. I'm your host, Andrew. I'm hosting because I won last week. I'm the winner. I'm the Grand Poobah. All props to me. All the spoils award go to me. Today, we have all watched the television series, Clerks, the animated series. And I've got three beautiful guests standing in front of me right now, waiting to get their dirty little fingers on their prize which is a recommendation and coming back next week to host the show. First off, let's introduce first timer of the show. I don't know. First timer. First timer in my heart. What? Maybe. Uh, most welcome to the show, Zach. Zach, welcome. Thank you for having me. Hi. Zach, what are you doing here this week? Uh, I'm here going to answer questions. All right. About thank you. Things. Great, great, thank you. Okay, okay. turn his mic off. <laughs> thank you. All right, time to introduce our second guest. Another first-timer? What is this? My sex life? <laughs> I, I like to introduce our second guest, Phil. Hello. Welcome, Phil. Phil, what are you doing here this week? You asked me to be here, and I don't do anything on Friday nights, and so I'm here. Oh, yeah, I invited you because you're so cool. I'm awesome and far older than you. I'm uh, a man tonight. A creepy way to start a <laughs> show. Let's move on to the third guest, the tired but true, the well-worn but reliable, Will. Uh, how reliable am I? I? I believe I've probably missed more episodes of the show than any other guest. Uh, well, any, 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 you've been here for so many episodes. Yeah. Well, what are you doing here this week? Uh, I'm here uh, to raise some hell and be the life of the party, as is my <laughs> general character. Is that how you usually start sentences, Will? Yeah. How many times a week I, would you say you start sentences like that? I, I, I start um, at least five sentences a day with, I'm here to be the life of the party and to raise some hell. <laughs> Good banter, good banter. Oh. All right. Uh, anyway, we're all here to celebrate one thing, one thing only. Can anyone tell me what that is? Uh, the art of animation. All good yes. answers, but they're all horribly wrong. We're here to talk about Quirks, the animated series. Woo-hoo! A series I think we're all familiar with in some way. Intimately. Well, uh, yeah, pretty familiar with. I've seen it all before. All six will. That's how I know you're lying to me. What? You said four. No, I said all. I didn't say four. You said well, all before. I uh, all before. Said I've seen them all before. Yes. And then Andrew thought you said I've seen them all four. Yeah, what an idiot. And we were well, so I confused. Thought, well, I thought you said all, then the animal, the the insect, the bee, and then four, the golf stroke. <laughs> so you know it's very easy for me to get, get that confused of all four either way the point of the story is shut up Will <laughs> anyway uh, does anyone like this show I think it's amazing uh, I, th- I I would go as far to say uh, this is probably the better th- one, of the best thing to come out of the Clerks uh, universe I was going to say exactly the same thing <laughs> Zach would you say the same thing I would say it's in between uh, Clerks and Clerks 2 both chronologically and in quality. <laughs> I would disagree with that horrifically. Uh, I would say this is easily the best thing to come out of the Kevin Smith universe. Uh, 
The uh, the and view is universe. The view is universe. <laughs> so, I rewatched Chasing Amy in anticipation of this because there are a lot of gay jokes on the the show. Yes, and I needed to make sure if Kevin Smith's heart was coming from the right place with all these gay jokes. And uh, uh, debatable. <laughs> I'm not sure there is a. Uh, it's not like there's an undercurrent of a real mean streak, but there is a, a definite a non-PC uh, quality to the show of its time. You know, I noticed that, but it's not un-PC in the way that, like, it's not in that forced Family Guy way. Like, it's pretty much all Randall and Jay who yeah. are the, yeah. the perps, and they are explicitly reprehensible human beings. Reprehensible human beings, like. And you get the feeling that Dante, and, and in fact, in the last episode, they really call it out a lot, all the gay jokes. Like, it becomes kind of a self-referential thing. Like he, It's also uh, my least favorite episode of the series. Right. But, you know, far. I don't know. It's kind of a nice, I thought it was a nice wrap-up. Like, I think, all, I think all six episodes form a nice little, like, package. I agree. Uh, it's a good show. <laughs> Let's move on to the questions. <laughs> there are a lot of funny things in the last episode, I'd say. Uh yeah. Like when they're just, it, it's funny that they're like the whole conceit of it is l- like people being angry that it's not more like the movie, so they're all stuck inside. And I thought there were a lot of funny jokes that, like, about That's how crazy. What I at least liked about it, it felt like they were scared uh, of what they're doing. Like, oh man, the fans are gonna be angry. We should just reference this for the whole episode. Uh, and it felt like they're just backing themselves. You know, it didn't feel like they were doing their full potential. And for an animated series to do a bottle episode, I just find very amusing. Like just to well, they did a bottle episode. Which one? The whole second episode's a bottle episode. But, no, about the first episode. The first episode a bottle episode? No, the second episode is a bottle episode with a bunch of well, flashbacks yeah, to the, the first episode. The, like they get that out of the way very many, early. Many a fake episode. Yeah. Many the a second fake episode, episode is probably my favorite in the whole series it's just it's yeah. brilliant it's brilliant like balls to the wall genius and it unfortunately aired first so it made no sense <laughs> <laughs> anyone that, that happened to watch well it's funny because it was i think the first episode that i had ever seen when they were uh, rewriting out of comedy central and oh I, really you know, yeah <laughs> it made me laugh so this show came out when 2000 uh, 2000, 2000 i think yeah one year before 9 11 coincidence Yes. <laughs> I mean, I bought, I bought these DVDs the day they came out. Like, I tracked this show as it was in development online. Like, oh, I really? downloaded the, the you're preview on clip. Cool, you're on Ainsville News, like, here we go. They're going to give you this is, yeah, 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 this is before there was YouTube, and you had to, like, just download really, really slow. Like, For, uh, yeah. Like, that was, Over that it, was a dial-up like, 56K connection. <laughs> yeah, I just thought this was thing was, I, I was just eagerly anticipating this. It bombed. I bought the DVDs that they out like I, I i kept track of when the release date was because i was very into the universe as embarrassing as it is to say that now at the time it wasn't as embarrassing and uh well it had it had a good run up to that point yeah it was fresh yeah. and yeah it was certainly uh it was certainly something to look forward to at the time well we should get into our feelings on kevin smith in general does anyone like kevin smith now uh yes well i don't really <laughs> i i haven't really uh kept up with kevin smith over the years i only know him from like kind of excerpts of when he was uh doing the first uh, uh evening with kevin smith uh, dvds and Which uh, i find very enjoyable in the time yeah, yeah. 
that that stuff. Then he made a second one. He's then a good he third one storyteller. On. Yeah, but I haven't like listened to any other podcasts or anything, and it all sounds kind of unbearable. But I don't really have a grudge against Kevin Smith or anything. I'm glad he devoted several episodes of his podcast to talking about how he was too fat to fly. Great stuff. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> sounds riveting. Yeah. I, I I like. I mean, I've never had a problem with him as a person. I I kind of wish he had just stuck with being a storyteller after it became obvious that his heart wasn't really in making he doesn't seem to be much of a filmmaker anymore i mean he tries but i just i don't find his work that interesting but i like listening to him talk i think he's a yeah he's like an approachable guy well i mean there's like a lot of scrappy charm in the original clerks but he has never really developed into a great artist i think there's a case to be made for clerks 2 being good i guess you know i think it's pretty shitty I've watched it many times. I find it enjoyable. It's an, I won't say it's a good movie. I think it's an enjoyable film if I'm in the right mood. I find the characters comfortable and amiable. Like They all seem to be enjoying themselves. Because uh, the whole Star Wars Lord of the Rings fight feels so forced. Yeah, I do not. That's like, that like the worst scene in the movie by far. It seemed like they felt like they had to do another callback, a callback to the Star yeah. Wars. It's not, it's not funny. Film. It's like just... Ugh. But like the first... The clerks hit... And the, the perfect point for me, I was a freshman in college. My freshman year in college, Clerks came out. And, and you're that's just like, like the, what's this world about, man? Yeah, you. we all went to see it. And I was like, this is this is it. Like, this is, wow, I can't believe movies like this. Movies like this didn't exist. In, in one year, we had, we had like, we right back to back, we had Pulp Fiction and then Clerks. And you had these two nerdy film, filmmakers who were suddenly the, kind of the toast of the town and the talk mm-hmm. of the town. Like, everyone was like, and, and suddenly we had this era of, of writer-based filmmaking, which didn't exist at the time. Like, you just didn't pay attention to the script. All these auteurs. Here were these, like, young, sort of punky, pop culture guys, and we were, like, a bunch of nerds, and, wow, they're talking about Star Wars. They're talking about movies we like. And also, and fun fact, there's two Quentin Tarantino jokes that are very funny. There are two Cartoon great Amazing Quentin Tarantino series. jokes in this, in this series. And so, I mean, you know, it pulled you in. He was the first filmmaker to, like, really try to do what kind of Marvel's doing. Like, he had this integrated film universe where there were these crossover characters yeah, and unrelated stories. Though. What? I don't know why, though. Yeah, but he was the only one doing it. Like, it was interesting. No. And you'd look at these little Easter eggs and mentions no. of his other movies and his films. Sure. I don't agree with this. Going you are free to disagree, although I would hope that you would maybe expound upon your disagreement instead of just going I go throwing it to the trash <laughs> perhaps engage <laughs> with hey the... this is my episode I can choose what to engage with here Sulu engage for <laughs> away from this conversation <laughs> you have no argument I will cede Phil's point uh, but like, he's wrong. <laughs> so I don't understand what I was going through at the time. <laughs> I didn't uh, short pants, deeply run around your playground. <laughs> As we recently discovered, uh, there was a uh, a sitcom uh, a version of Clerks that they attempted oh, to do. God. Yes, that thing is amazing. Dead. It is one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Did that uh, predate would agree. the animated series? Oh yeah, by oh, a yes. couple years. It came out like right after the movie. It was like one or two years after the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, it's they were embarrassing. Just like, it's 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 horrible. It's basically Saved by the Bell does Clerks. Uh, and the dad is like, there's like 
Dante, what are you doing in this quick stop, you fucking screw? Except it didn't take place in the quick stop either. It was like in some mall store. And then there's like one really good joke where the girl's like, why are you tanning so much? And she's like, oh, are you one of those guys that think tanning causes cancer? Do you laugh track? Mm-hmm. Hey, Jim Brewer was in it, though. Jim Brewer. <laughs> Being about as funny as he usually is. Yeah, yeah. Do you, uh, oh, uh, speaking of, do you think Jim Brewer is related to, uh, former governor of Arizona, Jan Brewer? I feel like this is something Zach would know. Uh, different spelling of the word, uh, Brewer. They're not related. Different spelling. That's unfortunate. Is he, uh, part of Brewster's Millions? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Surprisingly enough. Did he ever play for the Brewers? I feel yes. like my joke was dissolved. Into- he played he yeah, played for the know. Milwaukee Brewers from uh That's what 91 I to yep. 94 right before the uh Clerks pilot. He uh, retired oh, from Major League Baseball <laughs> to go do that pilot. Good idea. I couldn't have told you what sport that was by the way, but I knew that it was a- baseball. But- anyway, <laughs> the pilot is garbage. But and- it's such a weird I I mean to go from that seems almost a little bit logical even though they totally messed it up and then they made like a cartoon show out of it like just... Kevin Smith had nothing to do with the sitcom sure but the thing like, that this... makes it so weird about the animated series is it boggles the mind how this even got to air six episodes just this really weird animated series about this R-rated hit in the 90s mm-hmm. about oh there were so many jokes in so many magazines about independent films getting made into animated series when this came out. Really? There were whole spreads about, of cartoons. Like, it's the Sweet Hereafter cartoon. And you'd see, like, a bus going off a cliff, like, <laughs> all the wacky animated characters inside of it. There were so many, like, this was a, like, it was a joke leading up to this. Like, no one ever thought it would be... It would... It, it would no one ever thought it was going to succeed. Like, well, ABC never thought it was going to succeed. Like, they pulled the plug on this thing before it even aired. Because the thing is, it is really ahead of its time. It came out basically concurrently with Adult Swim. Yeah. Which it basically is. It could fit right in there with Adult Swim now. Well, if it came out now, it'd be perfect. Yeah, exactly. Well, do you think they, they were. The power of, like, David Mandel or Mandel Mandel behind it? Yeah, David Mandel. Like, to have, like, someone, like, a, like, a, to have someone of, with that much clout and that much, like, comedy background, like, behind your show. And then we also want to mention the art direction of the show, Alan Boner, because um, the fucking art direction show is gorgeous. It's by the guy who's behind Kim Possible as well. Yeah. On that, and basically all of the directors on the show are all directors from Kim Possible. It has this such it has such great comic timing. Uh, the episodes rarely lag. Maybe the last one lags a little bit. I did find myself like sort of zoning out last night. Yeah, that was a it. that was a phone episode. Well, it's so weird because it goes like from this this clerk's uh, uh, bottle episode, as you say, to like a riff on uh, Deckamuck, the uh, Daffy Duck cartoon, yeah. and it's just yes. weird. It's just not funny either. It's just like I do. Yeah, I, I do find myself saying "anus or not in reference to Duck Amok, <laughs> but to this episode. Uh-huh. Oh my god! I, like that, that's what comes out when I when I think "anus stinker" is is, You're a is monster. <laughs> oh, I, I was I was uh, Facebook messaging you. There's so many lines from this show that I have unknowingly incorporated into my daily life. Well, like it's I, glorious I, I quotes in the show. Yeah, there's so much. Like 
Alec Baldwin's performance is just amazing. <laughs> how did they get Alec Baldwin? Which was, he was nothing at the time. I he mean, was he was doing nothing. nothing. I mean, still, clear, how? They got, they, they got him because they couldn't get Alan Rickman. <laughs> Alan Rickman was the bigger uh, star God, at the time. It makes sense. It looks just like Alan Rickman. Yeah, they wanted, uh, they wanted Alan Rickman, so they had cast Alec Baldwin and said, will you just do an Alan Rickman impression? And so that's him trying to do an Alan Rickman impression here, for the first episode. Let me give you a bunch of people who voiced on the show. I have Usualist, Brian Cranston, Gilbert Gottfried, Brian Pochain, Michael McKean, Dana Gould, Phil Lamar, Kevin McDonald, James Gould, Mark McKinney, Judge Reinhold, James Woods, Al Franken, Gwyneth Paltrow, Carrie Kinney, Charles Barkley, Kevin Michael Richardson, Tara Strong, and Alec motherfucking Baldwin. And can I point out that they did the Judge Reinhold joke before <laughs> yes. Arrested Development? Exactly. And when I, I saw Arrested Development... Like seven years before. Oh, Arrested yeah. And when I saw Arrested Development, I was like, wait, 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 wait. This has been done. It's been done well. I think it was done there. It what? Well. It was done well on Arrested Development. It was done amazing on Arrested Development, but they did it well on Clerks. It's not like it was a joke that got lost on Clerks. Like, it was a whole segment. Uh, Yes. Clerks is very fun. Good show. The, do you think they were, like, when they started that they were... Were they trying to sort of capture some of the South Park uh, heat? Uh, I don't think so. Which is, it's weird to think that, like, South Park was a couple of seasons deep at the time back then. Because even South Park, it is more leisurely than, at the time, it was more leisurely than Clerks. Clerks is, like, a full-on yeah. basically. It goes, the pacing is amazing. Just quick, 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 rapid-fire jokes. And I think this is what makes it, it's that far apart from most of Kevin Smith's Ovoir. <laughs> it's fast, fast, mm-hmm. fast. There's no slow time. There's no horrible direction. There's no just beyond god awful cinematography. It's actually better acting from the leads than you get in the movies. <laughs> yes. Like, and I credit that to the timing of, of the writing. And I think it direction. also helps that they have all these, you know, A list celebrities basically at the time. Oh, yeah. To elevate the material. You know, the material's already. Zach, what are your thoughts on Clerks the Animated Series? I know you've been a bit quiet. Uh, you know, it's a it's a funny show. I haven't I just like binged them today, but I hadn't watched it since they uh, briefly aired on Adult Swim and it's it's funny. <laughs> uh, I have a lot more thoughts about Kevin Smith broadly and uh specific we'll get into it. yeah right now. yeah Shut the up. show the show itself i don't really have that many thoughts on it. i'm just like this is funny this is clerks Come on. it's animated Come on. it's who was driving car bear is driving car how can that be we all said it we all said it at the time oh god that's like the fucking best joke <laughs> i think johnny bravo did that joke like a year before though <laughs> did they yeah well, he should have done it louder he should have done it louder yeah <laughs> No, there's this, and there's a, there's a joke in the sixth episode within the writer's room. There's uh, how to do gay jokes by Seth MacFarlane. Book in the writer's room. <laughs> yeah. That's one of my favorite sight gags. Man, they were pissed at Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, what was the when, reason why? Did they ever say why? I don't. I look, because, I, I the because this Family Guy took off, and this one didn't, and they wish that they had been able to capture the same wave as Family Guy, but. They were like, we were doing this, and we were doing this, and we were putting in work and putting in talent, and then Family Guy comes along, and everyone's like, woo! But they're like, no, we have a funny show. Seth MacFarlane got caught And there, much caught better uh, animated side. Yes. Actually, yeah. God. Just like the first season of Family Guy, it's just so gross to look at. Yeah. It's I, so... Well, I mean, I, I feel like the 
<laughs> not to get too far off topic here, but they for, at least first season of Family Guy, you could tell that they're a little looser with the animation. It was less of a, a template. Uh, they did funner stuff, even if it wasn't. Then it becomes very rigid, yes. and it's like fit this house style sure. now. They sort of. But uh, uh, this was uh, of a time where yes, it was. Uh, you could say like fag and queer uh, on a network television show. Yeah. No, you couldn't. They, they, they couldn't say retarded. They had to say uh, they, they, they changed it to reread. The first episode. <laughs> well, no, they said retarded. Where uh, Rana goes, that is queer and retarded. Mm. Oh, maybe that was after they stopped being paid attention to because they knew they were already getting. Canceled. That was the pilot. Was the last... That was the pilot. Was it? Was it? Yes. God, I'm just remembering my. I listened to the commentary. I listened to the commentary on this show several times. So have I. I was such a. I loved the show when I was a child. I used to take this DVD to friends' house and force them to sit through all six episodes. It's like, hey, hey, come on, love it. Boy. And then you and then and then you watch the little faces when they're watching. You're like, yeah, enjoy it, enjoy it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna live for you. Can we point out that the first episode begins with a kiss the girls joke? There were walls, there were doors is a reference to the movie Kiss the Girl <laughs> when Randall first comes in. No, that was the, the second episode. No, was that the... Oh, that's the first episode. He comes, he's late coming in. There's a customer waiting. Randall comes in. He says, there were walls, there were doors, which is a direct reference to the movie Kiss the Girls with Ashley Judd after she gets Well, the released. first big reference is Marathon Man. Well, yeah. But uh, I was like, why would you... Like, that's such an obscure movie. Like, no one's ever... Like, no one... I guess at the time, people saw it. 1997, but, wasn't it? Ashley Judd was a big deal. And then she was in uh, the great movie Twisted. So good. Uh, when are we starting our Ashley Judd podcast, guys? For just judding around. Yeah, judding around could be about all three Judds. Like, what are they doing? What are they doing now? Yeah. What are they up to? Why hasn't oh, anybody no, got Ashley Judd, Judd Hirsch, and Judd Nelson in a movie together? <laughs> They're they. Have you seen? I'm I'm sure DJs. like I'm sure they all come cheap in 2015. Especially Ashley Judd. Yeah, give her like mm-hmm. a nickel and like, hey, clean my car. She almost ran for Senate in Kentucky because she had nothing better to do. <laughs> Why is she living in Kentucky of all places? Because she's born there or something. I don't know. She was gonna run against Mitch McConnell and then she didn't, but she was gonna. That's right. Oh, she should have ran. Did you guys run. ever hear a rumor that Ashley Judd had her navel removed? And like just straight sewn up. <laughs> that is a rumor that I heard one point for some reason. That sounds like a plot from a recent Kevin Smith movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking the exact same thing. Isn't that the I plot of Tusk? Yeah. I want to remove you and the evil. It reminds me of my childhood. We're going back to be called Naval Gazers. <laughs> oh, perfect. Can star uh, Kevin Smith's daughter. Yep. I haven't seen Tusk yet. It's a great movie or best movie? Could be best movie. Could be. Yeah, if you haven't seen other movies. It's his best movie since Dogma, if that means anything. Oh, no. That's not good. By the way, <laughs> Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Strike away, no. No, no. What? 
More like Jay and Silent Bob movie. Strike Out. That was such uh, the best. Sad thing, the best. The best thing Jay and Silent Bob ever did. Jay and Silent Bob do Degrassi. Classic episodes of Degrassi. Oh, that's right. They were on that show. Three episodes. Was a big Degrassi fan. Those were great episodes. I was By the way, there's a great Degrassi joke in uh, Chasing Game. Yeah. That's uh, a great Degrassi reference in Clerks. Caitlin Bree. Who? Caitlin. Who? He's named after. He's named after Caitlin from uh, Degrassi. You know what's funny is. When I hear people talk about Degrassi, I feel like I am able to put my place or myself in the place of someone who is listening to people talk about Star Trek and not being <laughs> familiar with Star Trek. It's a, a good perspective. You ask if we're familiar with Star uh, no, Trek? No, I say if if one was not familiar with Star Trek. Oh, 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 oh. So it's like you're talking this foreign language and you cannot it, say it. it. Yeah, it is right. a, a unique experience. <laughs> I love Degrassi so much. It's such a good show. Sure. Whatever you say. You're the guest. I won't disagree with what you're saying, but I won't protect your right to say it. It makes me feel like I'm in high school. How old was that? Bobby, that? <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. It's still produced. It is still produced. That's all they produce in Canada. So, Law Order still produced, and they canceled that. Is there a whole industry built what? about uh, producing uh, Degrassi? They have like a, you know cities that are founded like those uh, cities that spring up around uh, oil drilling fields. <laughs> we got Jurassic children coming here. They're pretty strong this year. Good crop. <laughs> all the Jurassic kids moved out last year and we lost all of our industry. Stores <laughs> had to close and mother had to take a job as a nanny. The Degrassi Bowl of 79. <laughs> That's my Canadian accent. It <laughs> sounded a lot like a, a Northeastern American accent. <laughs> <laughs> I can only do one. Actually. It was a good one, though. My kids hate it when I read books. <laughs> Please, could you give us like an impression of you reading the last page of uh, Gatsby as a Northeasterner? And then oh, you fuck you. Let's say <laughs> I can only I can only do one voice. It's my favorite farm voice. <laughs> and then we were uh, born back safely into the past. I don't I don't know what the Great Gatsby is. Is that, is that a novel? It's a novella. A novelette. That's a guy. Diary of a mad black woman. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, Isn't this a show? Yeah, Clerks, Clerks. Good show. Mm-hmm. Or a live studio audience. Yeah. Uh, what was your favorite episode? Look back through my notes. I lean towards either the second episode or the court hey, yeah. episode. I... Just because of the sheer balls of the four dream sequences that end the show. Yeah, those are. I would say those are probably the best episodes. I definitely have a soft spot uh, for the. Uh, what is it's the fifth episode where he does the last starfighter thing. Yeah, that's that, that's like yes. that's a really. I, it's close. Yeah. It's like, I know it's not as good as them, but I still love it. I, I, it has the best. That one has the best closing shot. That really quick shot of Randall just working back at the at the store with the with the photograph yeah. on the cash register. It just pulls out. You see him working. Boom! The credits. And I just love that. And it also has a, a great, a really really great super mean spirited joke where they liberate the kids from the slavery and they immediately play the <laughs> baseball against them. I had forgotten about that until I rewatched it and I again laughed. Like yeah, I, it's I so funny. It. Yeah. 
Guys, it's a really I, funny show. It's a really funny show. People should go out, go to buy the DVDs right now. I just love Judge Reinhold's drink. Where Axel comes <laughs> God, back. No. It's like something not, you're not expecting at all. Because you, like, you think it's just going to be downtime and Reinhold. That's the end of the joke. And then Judge Reinhold has Axel fully come back. And then the best part is when he goes, Axel, don't go. I had the dream again. <laughs> Secret Diary of Desmond Pfeiffer references. Oh, my God. With time i never actually saw an episode of the secret diary of desmond pfeiffer but it was a big deal at the time i had no idea had no idea this actually i have i have no idea what it is still yeah it's a real show they tried to put it on upn it was a live action show done by i want to say the Farrelly brothers um about a slave in jefferson's white house he was like a or it was he was he was a uh a free man who got arrested as a slave and forced to be a slave and it so was like a 12 Years a Slave. But it was a wacky sitcom, like with a laugh track. <laughs> and it was supposed to be like the wacky adventures he gets into trying to free himself. And it was what? so controversial before it came out. Like before it even came out, people were like, no, this has to be canceled. This is horrific, a horrific idea. And Why? Did anyone think this is a good idea? And so Kevin Smith latched onto it. And people forget that that was a real show. Like it was a real show. It's, a, it's so ridiculous when you see it on the show. When they have, they're just watching the show and they go to the restaurant, think, oh, that's funny. It must be a really funny witty joke they made. It's a real right. big nope. show. The Secret Diary of Desmond Pfeiffer. The Secret Diary of Desmond Pfeiffer. I don't even know if it's available on uh, on anywhere. I can't find it. This is my Jerry uh, Lewis. Movie. <laughs> We're going to find it on some like 8 millimeter reels in, uh, in an old salt mine. Yeah, if you search it, there's, there's, there's images of it available uh, on, online. Maybe Harry Shearer can hook us up. Yeah, he can hook us up with that and uh, the day the clown cried. Only one episode aired, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Must yep. have been good. So good, they didn't need more than one episode. <laughs> they said all they needed to say. But yeah, the idea was that it was a wacky sick. It was kind of like That's My Bush on Comedy Central. Like, yeah, that's what I thought. Sort of send up politics, but they chose the wrong, they chose the wrong uh, new you. I still haven't watched That's My Bush. I the only That's My Bush I remember is the episode uh, where George calls the Miss Cleo psychic hotline and uh, thinks that everyone is out to kill him, and it's it's pretty funny. It's a really dumb show, but it's funny. I think it's just it it would probably be really funny to watch. I'm just too lazy. That's my Bush. Yeah, and then it's like. I feel bad for him because 9-11 happened and that show was not going to the worst. That was the worst outcome of 9-11, you're saying? Yeah. Because they canceled a sitcom on Comedy Central. Yeah, and they uh, took out Towers and... Uh, oh. I was going to say, the Spider-Man. <laughs> One funny thing about... That was a pretty fucking cool preview, too. <laughs> a funny thing about That's My Bush uh, is that the guy who plays George Bush also played George Bush in a very serious 9-11 uh, TV movie. That's right. What TV movie? I can't remember what it's called, but it aired on like ABC or something. Not about my towers. <laughs> it's about a woman who's dating one of the twin towers, but it becomes abusive. <laughs> the burning towers. Has anyone seen Not Without My Daughter? Not Without My Daughter? Have you any, has anyone ever uh, seen that? They showed that to me in class. Sally Field? It's so bad, but it's my so mom, My mom saw that in the theater, I think. Wait, that was actually a movie in theaters? I believe it was actually a movie. I believe it was actually a movie. We owned it on video. I thought it was a TV movie. 
owned the videotape. Maybe it was, but we owned a purchased videotape. Oh, yeah, it, definitely. I saw it at school, and it was wonderful. It has a PG-13 rating. So yeah, It was a rated film. It showed in the theater. That's ridiculous. So was that it made movie, 15, you know, my baby movie. It made $15 million at the box office. Oh, Bafo B.O. $15 million. In, in adjusted dollars, that's like $200 million, though. No. It was the Avengers of its day. They were going to do an expanded universe, but uh, the bottom dropped yeah. out of the market. Yeah, they could have showed how horrible Iran is to everybody. Yeah, they're going to do a tie-in with the Dingo Ate My Baby movie. Yeah. You go, down with the Ayatollah. Ayatollah, my asshole. <laughs> and then uh let's move on clerks good show good show. good show buy it now on dvd yeah available now uh does anyone else have anything to say i mean what have we- uh i think zach was going to expound some opinions upon uh kevin smith oh yeah let's get to let's get to let's get to more kevin smith territory zach oh yeah so i still like kevin smith I think he's only made one movie that I would genuinely call bad, and that'd be Red State. Not Cop Out. But, uh, Hang on, wait, 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 back up. Yeah. Exactly, Cop Out. What the fuck are you talking about here? I, okay, I was, I was humored by Cop Out. It's not a good movie. <laughs> it's not even a particular. Out? It's not even a particularly funny movie. But it's breezy and entertaining, and it doesn't go on too long. And there's sure. that really great bit with uh, Tracy Morgan going, no, 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 in a car for like two minutes. And it, that bit's just great, even though that was the trailer. So, you know, it doesn't have as much oomph as it should. Uh, so I'm, Cop Out's fine. It's no. fine. It's not fine. I seen this in theaters. <laughs> you saw Cop Out. I saw it in theaters. <laughs> I saw it on my birthday weekend, and <laughs> no. it was disappointing. Your birthday is ruined. Oh, no, my birthday was so not fun. ruined. My birthday was fine. Was the movie was fine. Was this his follow-up after uh, Gardens? <laughs> Jersey Girl? Or... Uh, Jersey Girl? Uh, didn't he, he did that movie Jesus. right after Red State, didn't he? It was before Red State. So it's right after yeah. Zack and Mary. Because Red State was his... I think it was his follow-up to Clerks 2. Oh, that's right. Clerks 2, Cop Out, Zack and Mary, Red State, and then, uh, whatever, Tusk. Tusk. No, Zack and Mary comes before Red State. Or not Red State, uh, yeah. Cop Out. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, it followed, uh, Zack and Mary. That's right. By the way, I saw Zack and Mary in the theater, too. I so also too. saw that in a theater. I was the... Send that back. I saw it edited on Comedy Central. Oh, the only way to see it. I we lost a little bit of... Well, there was a really great joke with uh, Randall getting shit on. Yes. I'm sure it was not shown in the <laughs> edited version. I don't think it was. It's a really funny joke. I was not expecting it. I laughed a lot from that. A plus that joke. <laughs> D plus the rest of the movie. I'd say the half of Kevin Smith's career has been inspired by trying to keep Jason Mewes from dying. <laughs> Like, yeah. Serious? No, seriously. Yeah. Like so many of his yeah. projects are like, if Jason Mewes stays off drugs, I will make this movie with him. I will yeah. him in a movie. It's so sad. I will write a movie for him. Did, did you see the animated Jay and Silent Bob movie? No, it looks horrendous. I can't watch it. It is a nightmare. It's literally like watching a nightmare. Like it's literally like watching 
when 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 you're like when a when a friend is like, hey man, want to see some drawings I did? And you're like, oh, this is terrible. Like, but he's my friend, so I kind of have to keep telling him it's okay. Like, even though he's not talented at all, that's what it's like watching that movie. It's that uncomfortable. Well, who wrote it? Was it Kevin Smith or? It's based on a comic book that he wrote. Uh, uh, like a prequel to uh, Dan and Silent Bob Strike Back. Uh, so it's like the parts of Dan and Silent Bob Strike Back that didn't make it to film. So the even worse parts of Dan and Silent Bob. It was animated for like 20, 25 bucks. Oh and, my god. But they had no budget and then they, they got a, a director who would do it. I think they found him online. He's like a fan. Oh, wonderful. That's who but you can really trust was, when you need but someone. He's a legit animator, but he was like, I'll do it for you for no money. And then they found out. But again, he did it, I believe, because Jason, he wanted to do, have a project for Jason Muse to work on because Muse produced it. He wanted a project for Muse to work on that to keep Muse from like, relaxing. Because I remember being so upset. Because uh, I remember after Crooks 2, they were talking about doing a Crooks animated movie. And I'm like, oh my God, we're doing a Crooks animated movie. I'm like fucking jumping off the wall and getting so excited. And then I kept hearing less and less and less about it through the years. I'm like, oh yeah. no, where is it? And then I hear this anime movie in the works, that one. And I'm like, oh, here we go. It's coming back. Yep. And then it just finally pops out out of nowhere. And then I realize what it is. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> it's like someone wishing a monkey paw or something. It's horrible. The animation in like 1980s serial commercials is better than the animation in that. I've only seen like two minutes of it and it is. Just like a, it's like a news ground slash movie. <laughs> I saw far better things on new ground when like the mush, death of the mushroom kingdom three parter. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Then you know when uh, Mario got into the matrix in there. Oh, Maybe we should review that. Maybe should we go through the entire new grounds uh, collect library? <laughs> yeah, the roof. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the only the pre two thousand releases. Uh, Point click adventure. Uh, All right. Well, of course. <laughs> oh, sorry, Zach. Yeah. I think we interrupted your train of thoughts. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Tusk is uh, not great. But it is not only one of the funniest movies I saw last year, it proves that Kevin Smith is still capable of being funny. It is just, it is an uproariously funny movie. And it's also like a really creepy movie too. In fact, most of that movie works. The problem is that it's so sloppy. And like he takes so much pride. If you listen to him talk about making movies, he's like so prideful that he uh, has a cut of the movie done at the rat party. And the oh. edits on these movies are just so, like, haphazard oh, and not thought through. And there's, like, no rhythm to how he cuts it up. And it's just, it's really frustrating. And I feel like this is why so many people have, like, an angry reaction to Kevin Smith. Because he, he's brilliant. He's just, the only thing he is more than brilliant is lazy. He's, like, the most lazy, <laughs> brilliant person. But he's, like, just proactive enough to actually get work done but too lazy to like do it properly this makes me so angry because of this yeah but like tusk is really and i don't want to you know spoil the whole thing i don't know the statute of uh, limitations but uh it, it, no one cares okay well uh wait phil do you care i don't care no 
I'll, I'll, I I'll just I'll just say uh Guy, so Guy, no uh Guy Lapointe's uh performance in that film. You can just say yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, so so Johnny Depp's performance in uh Kevin Smith's Human Centipede knockoff is the most like horrifically terrible fridge brilliant nonsense of probably any movie I saw last year. Because he just he he refuses to cut away from you know Johnny Depp giving the performance of his life, and by the performance <laughs> of his life, it's like this uninterrupted bozo fake French accent. His mustache is falling off in the scene, but they just do not cut. And there's this whole scene that lasts for about eight minutes where he's a. Uh, Talking Man, to Michael really, Parks. Really this movie. <laughs> yeah, so there's this like eight minute scene, uninterrupted, where uh, Johnny Depp is doing this horrible French accent, uh, investigating Michael Parks, thinking, "Oh, I found the guy who's murdering all these people and turning them into walrus men." Uh, but Michael Parks gets out of it by acting retarded. <laughs> so you, yes. He acts like he acts Ooh. like he has like the mentality of a five year old. <laughs> so you have Michael Parks acting like a five year old, talking to Johnny Depp acting like a French buffoon, and the scene goes on for literally an eighth of the film's <laughs> runtime. The I movie's <laughs> only eighty minutes long. <laughs> I know. I feel like I have to watch this movie now. It's 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 easy. It proved to me that Kevin Smith is, like, entering a second wind creatively. Like, that middle tier of movies, like Cop Out and Zack and Miri, they just seem tired. Like, they lack that uh-huh. spunk from Clerks and Mallrats and Chasing Amy. Yeah, Zack and Miri can just be described as tired. Yeah, it's There's just... There's no heart in it. There's this great part in the movie, like, it's so bad, where they have a dance party... And it's just literally the camera just on one character dancing, and then it goes to the next character dancing. It's like a fucking kids show. It's so bad. It's a horrible direction. And like, as much as I hate Red State, it's a terrible, 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 irredeemably bad movie. Uh, Tusk really shows what he's been saying that he like is on this second win. Like he got really tired of filmmaking and started I'd say making. Third win. Okay, uh, third win, sure. Uh, so he got really tired of filmmaking. You could Maybe tell his movies were boring. He didn't want to do it anymore. And now he's making all these like weird supernatural horror flicks, and they're not very good. But like Tusk is one of the more clever. You've never seen a movie like it, and it that's a feeling that his movies has not evoked since you know Clerks. Even though Clerks well, is was funny that a... slacker and Tusk is the human centipede, but then he does it in like this very different, unique way. Well, Phil, you were saying... I was going to say, a lot of the criticism for Tusk that I read initially came from the fact that he came up with the idea... On a podcast, yeah. On his podcast. And people seemed really put off by the fact that that's how he came up with the idea. But I don't understand... I never understood... Well, I think I mean, the problem it, was because he's trying to make it into a joke. Like, hey, bro, should we do this idea? Vote yeah or nah. Hashtag. <laughs> Walrus yes. But I'm, like, who, but I'm like, who cares Like how an idea comes up? Do something with your idea. Like, yeah. As long as they do something with the idea, you can get off the back of a cereal box. It doesn't matter. I mean, wh- where you come up with the idea from, it could, it could start out as a joke, but if he makes a decent film out of it, like, I mean, it's not even it's not even a joke that he made into a movie. The movie is about a podcaster 
doing a podcast. Right. Like, the whole movie is more about podcasting than it is about uh, turning a man into a walrus. And the podcast scenes are very funny as well. Like, they're intercut in between the uh, horror stuff. So it's like, oh, we're watching Justin Long get tortured, and now here's five minutes of him and Haley Joel Osment doing a comedy podcast. And it's like, it's really sloppy, but, like, those scenes are very funny. And the way he, like, goes through... Haley Joel Osment coming back. Yeah, no, he's great in that movie. The whole cast is actually quite good good. in it. Yeah. So Tusk has a lot of redeemable stuff in it. It could be better, but, you know, Kevin needs to smoke pot and get the movie done by the rap party. But it's... There's a lot of good stuff in there. (laughs) Yeah, and... And the use of uh, the Fleetwood Mac song Tusk in it is as good as it could possibly be. Which means that Kevin knows what he's doing. Like, there is filmmaking chops there. Because he could have, you know, stifled the use of that song. But he doesn't. He uses it perfectly, and it's just a really fun scene. So. Is this a buy it on Blu ray moment? It is a rented on Blu ray. It is a definite rental. Buy it. Everyone. Anyway, <laughs> Kevin Smith. I think we all agree it's garbage. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're right. But that and I got really into comic book men last year. That show. Oh, why? It's those like the whole like, I guess those like storage shows and those pawn shop shows are the same way. They're just addicting. Mm-hmm. It's like the same show every yeah. time. But you're like, oh, I want to hang out with these guys and look at like cool shit. And that's all it is. It's just Kevin Smith and his friends looking at cool toys and stuff. And it's, you know, you can turn it on and lose eight hours of your life. And it's that okay. That like hell to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I understand. That's something I understand. Episode. Oh, it's a very on. comfortable hell. And then you lose eight hours of your life. <laughs> it's a very comforting hell. Sure. Comic book man. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> I think we're all good on Quirks, mm-hmm. Kevin Smith. Do we, He's a good guy. I don't know. He's just got, gotten more insufferable to me over the years. Are you guys excited for yoga hosers? No. Yes. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> hey, listeners. If you want to contact us at On Your Market Set Review, you can find us at onyourmarketsetreview.wordpress.com. Email us at thinwhitedudes at gmail.com. You can also visit us at our Facebook page, interact with your favorite contestants, and give us the most scathing claims that we truly deserve. You can also find us on iTunes. Now, back to the show. Anyway, <laughs> we're done here. Let's move on to the game show element. First off, recommendations. Well, your recommendation. My recommendation this week is the 1989 uh, Hong Kong action film The Killer, directed by John oh, yeah. Wu. Fucking love that movie. Wow. Zach. My recommendation this week is for a movie co starring Kevin Smith called Southland Tales. An oldie oh, but a ooh. goodie. Uh, what happens when uh, the filmmaker Define behind. Goodie. <laughs> I will. No, 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 no. Go on, go on. What happens when the hot filmmaker behind Donnie Darko decides to make a science fiction epic 
starring everybody who's ever been on Saturday Night Live and The Rock and Justin Timberlake. Not very good things happen, if you ask most people. Uh, I'm sure they've hosted. They've hosted, but like the entire supporting cast of that movie is uh, John Lovitz, Amy Poehler, uh, Sherry O'Terry, uh, <laughs> just this absurd of Hollywood all size. <laughs> Yes, like this night. The name's so nice, you had to say it twice. <laughs> yes, in this like this needlessly complicated and amazing sci-fi. Like he shot for the moon and landed in the stars, and then landed on a star, <laughs> and then burnt to death. And Kevin Smith's in it with a Fu Manchu beard, and it's really great. Oh, no. So. Wait, did you did you read the prequel comic series? Yes, I actually really love what? Southland Tales. I think it's a great movie. It's just if no, you no, try no. to describe to... it to people, it is not. I'm going to get behind you. <laughs> I am going to get behind you. I read the comic book series. I watched the movie. I had no problem. I mean, I had a lot of problems with it, but I had no problem with it. Like, I found it enjoyable. I found it enjoyable. It didn't work, but it okay. didn't work in a amazing way. Recommendations are over. <laughs> now for Phil, go. Wait. The recommendations were over. Exactly. I'm going to recommend Disney's Bambi, which I recently rewatched for the first time in about 20 years, and with my daughter, who enjoyed it very much. Yeah, I cannot remember the last time I watched Bambi. I don't watch fucking kids' shit. It is an amazing piece of art. It's an amazing movie. Hey, I don't fucking watch fucking kid movies for babies. I watch adult movies and you trying to play genius. Wait, your your child watched Bambi and didn't like cry profusely at the beginning. She was fascinated. She was fascinated by the idea of, of characters dying in the movie. She thought it was just endlessly amazing that like this happened on screen that, and it was a sort of pastoral film. I want you to win so I could just hear about your daughter's reaction for the whole time. Cause that sounds really cool. Let's move on to our first category of the night. Time for Kevin Smith Fun Facts. Smith films are falling out. Anyway, let's get on to the questions. Uh, question number one. How many video statements did Kevin Smith put on YouTube about him being too fat for Southwest Airlines? Zach. Eleven. Phil. Four. Will. Uh, seven. The closest one wins. Zach with eleven. <laughs> yeah. Correct amount is. Oh my god! Jesus Christ! (laughs) He was angry. Well, yeah, he's a big man. man. He's got to have a lot of videos to accommodate this his size. Fat jokes. What did Kevin Smith name his daughter? A. Pamela Isley. B. Harley Quinn. C. Selena Kyle. Or D. Red Hood. Zach. B. Uh, It's B. The answer was D, Red Hood. (laughs) All right. Number three. How many times will Ken Smith tell his giant spider story from uh, Superman Lives? (laughs) Zach. 
525,600 times. Okay, Phil. He's never not telling it. Will. It's the question how many times he will. How many times how will? will he tell it over the course of his life? Uh, well, how old is he? He's got to be in his 40s. He's got maybe 44. So he's got like 20 years left to live. Uh, <laughs> Technically, the person who got closest is Phil. Because I put countless slash infinite. He's <laughs> got a point. Number four. Who directed and wrote movies that silent Bob quotes from in Ball Rats and Dogma? Is it A, John Luke Goddard? B, George Lucas? C, Alfred Hitchcock? Or D, David Lean? George Lucas. Phil. George Lucas. Uh, I'm going to guess George Lucas as well. Correct. <laughs> Surprisingly enough, it was not David Lean. Right. Now, we're in for a very tough category. This is shorts, jorts, or borts? I should mention Excuse that. Excuse me? <laughs> I, should, I should mention that borts are jeans and. Uh, hang on. I should mention now that borts are jean shorts and shorts. So it's both. Wait, they're jean shorts and regular shorts? Aren't like jean right. shorts and, and, and board shorts? They're both. They're both. They're both. If it's like both of the. They're both right. You pick that. <laughs> this is a lightning round game. The first one who answers shorts, jorts, or boards gets a point. Shorts, jorts, or boards? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure. Go. Number one, Go. what do I own a pair of? Jorts. Boards. What? I can't even understand you. Number one, what do I own a pair of? Boards. Boards. No. I said no. jorts. Only one pair? This isn't very lightning <laughs> First of all, it was shorts. No one yeah, I guess uh, <laughs> it would be funny to see Andrew wearing shorts. <laughs> I'm a fashionable man. I do not own shorts. <laughs> what has Kevin Smith chosen as his funeral clothes? Shorts. Shorts. Fill off the point. Number three. Which will lead to the collapse in society? Shorts. Shorts. Sad the point. Come on. Think about it. What are jean shorts? Jorts. Jorts. Love the point. I'm loving this game, by the way. What are not jean shorts? Borts. Borts. Shorts. Exactly what they're Oh, right. Because they're both. Ah, fuck. I hate everything. What are all shorts? Shorts. Shorts. <laughs> no, what are all shorts? Borts. Fill the point. <laughs> what? <laughs> College. Gene shorts fell into it. They, there's a see. Gotta think about the whole big picture. What does Barack Obama wear? Uh, shorts. shorts. Phil got it. I know my president. <laughs> what would you wear to a party? Borts. Shorts. Borts. Zach with the point. Wait, borts? <laughs> I said borts. Shorts party, party. Oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Very easy. <laughs> What is best for fighting? Shorts. Sports. Sports. Shorts. Shorts. Sorry, the answer was shorts. shorts. Uh, yeah, why? I guess if you're like doing some shorts. street street More fighting. Yeah. What if someone grabs a handful of shorts? What are short jeans? Shorts. Shorts. Oh, with the point. I didn't do more lightning round games. This is really fun. 
Which of these could kill the Grimace? Nothing can kill the Grimace. Bill Ackett. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some of that sweet. Jorts. Shorts. Bill. Borts. You can save this. You can win this. Come on. Just no burritos. Nope. Bjork. <laughs> Adam Scott was really good in Hot Tub Time Machine 2. Step Brothers. Down. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh. I love a good Spork. Pork? Oh, wait. Who said pork? Finish the sentence, please. Pork roll? You got it! Pork sandwich. Oh my god. Yeah. Fits in. Uh, I only written 14, but I kind of want to make up questions as we go along. <laughs> it's a really fun game. <laughs> what do I want to wear on my body? Shorts. Correct. Uh, <laughs> 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 Alright, let's count it up. Tied for last place. Will and Zach with six points each. The grand champion of tonight who's proven himself to be the real Kevin Smith fan among us. Phil, with nine points. God damn it. Congratulations, Phil. <laughs> yeah. In your faces, every other person. That was a great installment not... of Shorts, Jorts, or Bjorts. Are we going to swear on No, this podcast? is a Christian podcast. <laughs> you can't fucking swear here. I can't swear on the Berenstain Bears podcast. So. Yeah, for children. You can't, so thanks for not going to get too risque on the Berenstein Bears. You can't get into the sexual antics of the Berenstein Bears? Not in their country. Not in my bear country. That's too holy. It's your holy land. Your Unlike uh, in, in bear country, which is a, a nudist colony. B-A-R-E. Right, right, right. That sounds unbearable. You're unbearable. Oh. I should grin and bear it. Anyway, so Phil, congratulations. We'll be watching. Where the we'll, we'll be watching uh, Bambi's mother get slaughtered by humans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you get to make a question for that too. Congratulations, Phil. Hot dang. If I ever make, if I had, uh, 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 if I had a run, if you get, if I could have one recommendation, do a lightning round because this was amazing. Oh. <laughs> this is like my top five favorite games we've done. Anyway, it's been our show. Uh, <laughs> what do you want to plug, Andrew? <laughs> uh, I want to dates? plug Talking About Turtle, <laughs> uh, your one-stop shop for Entourage Schlop. Still going strong, baby. Woo! Great show. Zach's been on it. Yes. I've been on it. Phil Accurate. will hopefully be on it. I don't even know what it's about. What's it about? Entourage, my friend. Talking About Turtle. Yes, Turtles. No, the turtle. Yeah, I know who that is. <laughs> I totally watched the Entourage. Okay, you're getting on the show as soon as possible. <laughs> Will, you were on the show, unfortunately. Yes, and uh, the shortest the episode, the shortest, episodes. least downloaded, least interesting episode. I cannot believe it's the least downloaded. Oh, uh, it didn't have Eric there, and I think he's really drawn, drawn the heat. Well, Eric is more of a talent than you i would say uh sure some some might, some might say, say I that say i don't 
I say it behind closed doors, but not your face. <laughs> uh, Zach, what do you have to plug? Uh, my upcoming podcast, Zetus La Podcast, the complete oral history of Disney Channel original movies, is uh, premiering this June on iTunes, Spotify, and all the things that you listen to podcasts on. When am I on the app? Um, you are going to be on several months from now. We have a lot of ground to God cover before it. we get to, uh, unless if you don't want to do Miracle in Lane no, 2. No, I really want to do Miracle in Lane 2. <laughs> okay, because it is, let me check, it is the uh, 27th uh, Disney Channel original movie, God. so it's almost, it's at least six months away. Well, what's ahead of it? Um, let's see, you could Give be on, uh, you could be on, uh, the episode for, uh, my Date with the President's Daughter, starring Boy Meets really World's Will Friedle. You could be, be on, on the... Uh, can I be on that and Miracle Online 2? Uh, possibly. Uh, you could be I'll, on the episode for Horse Sense, starring uh, the no. Lawrence Brothers. <laughs> how, how many Disney Channel original <laughs> movies star the Lawrence Brothers? I actually remember a very big scene from that where he's like getting in a fight with the lady, and she's like trying to give her his insurance information. That's very clear in my head. That's what scares me about car accidents. <laughs> oh, but I need to take my brother to Disneyland. Is all I remember about that movie. Is uh and that kid in a cowboy hat. Is the first episode uh Alley Cat Strike? Uh no, that is the 25th episode. Oh, from first episode Zeta is Susie Q. Okay. Oh, Susie Q. I yeah, saw I that. It's where she's yeah, dead the whole time. She was the ghost. Yes. Yeah. Uh we're doing them in chronological order. <laughs> I guess I don't need to watch it. Yeah, yeah you're so like chronologically earlier movies, you're gonna get into chronologically later movies. Yeah, so you know I might skip around or something because there's like 80 episodes before we get to High School Musical, the only one that the kids care about. So, but I know. will be down for my day with the president's daughter and Miracle on Lane too, because I have fond memories of that movie. So I'm sure it'll be an equally great rewatching it now. Phil, yes, you have no podcast, right? So we'll move on. I have a podcast. I have. Can I do it in my podcasting voice? Yes, I have a podcast called Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bear cast, where I cover the entire works of Stan and Jan Berenstain and later on Mike Berenstain as it relates to the Berenstain Bears in chronological order. Well over 390 episodes, but because they're still producing them and there's so many Berenstain Bear books. But, Give me your yes. top five right now. Uh, Berenstain Bears and the Bully, Berenstain Bears and Too Much Birthday, Berenstain Bears and the Green-Eyed Monster, the Berenstain Bears and the Spooky Old Tree, and the uh, Berenstain Bears and I would say the Honey Tree, the first one because uh, the the big the big Honey Hunt because I really like that. I think the Green-Eyed one is about uh, like aliens, right? It is about a demon that lives inside sister and makes her jealous of everything that it could huh. personify as a green that, that version this, of her that haunts Is this the basis for the exorcist? Or? It's literally horrifying. It's horrific. It's awesome. Well, what do you have to find? Uh, well, you can find me on On Your Market Set Review, the groundbreaking comedy uh, podcast game show review show. Uh, Breaking necks and changing heads. And you can also listen to, as you said... <laughs> talking about turtle uh, a podcast that i exclusively edit uh well who knows you might be guessing on it uh, who knows surprises could be in the future like it. uh but yes a very a masturbatory recommendation for me you can just listen to the same podcasts that nobody is listening to. I, I like to i like to i like to recommend on your market set review <laughs> your one-stop shop for review slot 
let's end this horribleness. <laughs> All right, everybody, take out your knives. It's time to kill each other. Enjoy. To the great beyond. Oh, hello. To the great beyond.